0: Hello and welcome to Broccoli News, the programme that keeps you up to date with what's going on in and around the Royal National Orthopaedic Hospital in Stanmore. I'm Ron Laver and in today's programme we'll be hearing about the 100 miles for the RNOH, the latest fundraiser organised by the RNOH charity. Later we stay with the charity as we take a look back over 10 years of Broccoli News, with coverage from the 2012 annual Buttercup Walk, plus an interview with one-time poster girl of the charity, Caitlin Kidd. All that, plus music from rising Nashville country music star, Hallie Kearns. You're tuned to Radio Broccoli, London's longest-running hospital radio station, and currently holder of the Hospital Broadcasting Association Award for Best Hospital Radio Service in the UK. First, let's go over to our reporter Rebecca Lewis talking to Tamzin Roberts about the RNH charity's latest fundraising venture.
1: Hello, uh, it's Rebecca Lewis here, and I'm joined with Tamzin today. So, Tamzin, am I right in thinking you work in the fundraising department at the RNOH?
2: Yes, I'm the executive assistant at the RNOH charity, and I've been there for coming up for seven years now.
1: Oh, wow, I didn't realise it was for such a long time. That's amazing. Um, And we are joined with you today because you're telling us a little bit more about this amazing project that's going on. So it's the 100 miles for the RNOH. Can you tell us a little bit more what, what that really is? Yes.
2: So the idea is that you can choose any kind of challenge you like. So it could be cycling, it could be running, walking, even swimming. Um, And the idea is that you clock up 100 miles over a certain period of time. So I chose to do a cycle challenge and clock the miles up over the summer holidays. Uh, For obvious reasons, our summer holidays aren't quite as busy as usual. So I thought this is a perfect opportunity to get fit, to challenge myself, to do something genuinely hard for me, but also to raise money for my favourite hospital charity.
1: Oh, wow. Do you know what that is inspiring? Like 100 miles is a lot of miles. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. I I keep thinking,
2: wow, this really is a challenge. So I'm currently up to 41 miles. So that's only 59 to go. Hurrah. Um, But we are slightly over halfway. So I just need to up my game in terms of how many miles a day I'm doing. I think the problem with last week was it was so hot that I just couldn't do too many miles um, each day, but hopefully with the cooler weather I can get back on track. Um, Now some people might be thinking 100 miles is nothing to cycle, but for me, I haven't owned a bike since I was 14 and now I'm uh, on the wrong side of 40, (laughs) Um, so you can imagine for me this is quite a challenge, I'm not the fittest person either. So picture the scene, the first time I did 11 miles, it took about 24 hours for my legs to recover, two lots of painkillers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I'm pleased to say that because I'm going out every day now, I'm feeling much fitter, I'm really enjoying the cycling, and it's just great to be raising money for the new spec CT scanner at the hospital.
1: Oh, wow. Do you know what? I have just so many questions to ask you. So firstly, I want to ask you, what is what is this scanner? Is that is that specifically what this... Uh, fundraiser is is raising money for yes.
2: So we're really excited about this. Um, the spec CT scanner will improve speed and accuracy when diagnosing and treating many complex orthopedic conditions. Uh, that includes things like bone and soft tissue cancers and inflammatory infections such as septic arthritis and osteomyelitis. Uh, we've already raised nearly half a million. Oh my the goodness! Uh, a little bit under seven hundred thousand pounds. So I am plugging away. I'm i up to six hundred and twenty pounds so far, but wow. hoping to to raise a bit more over the coming weeks. Um, but yes, we're just we're just really hopeful that we can inspire others to do the same. Um, if cycling isn't your bag, as I said, it could be running, it could be walking, it could be skipping even. And the great joy of it is you don't actually have to do it all by yourself. You could be in a team. So you could do it with friends, family, split it so that you do half, they do half, whatever works for you really. Um, and the great thing is because we have our Just Giving pages, uh, the fundraising is very easy. So you just set up your Just Giving page, send your link to all your friends and family. You can update them on your progress there as well and they can sponsor you online, so it comes straight to the charity.
1: Oh, it sounds really easy. So how do we let the, the, you know, the hospital know that we are doing this? Do we have to officially tell someone? How does it work? Um,
2: yes, so um, basically we have a lovely lady called Vicky Brady in our fundraising team, and she organises all our community events. Um, if you want to give her a buzz, the number is 0208 909 5362. And again, that's 0208 909 5362. You could drop her an email, um, and that is rnoh.fundraising at nhs.net. Uh, if you didn't catch what I just said, do just have a look on our website because it's all there, and that's rnohcharity.org. Um, so yeah, do let Vicky know because she can um, give you some hints and tips and ideas um, and point you in the right direction with Just Giving. Uh, and we just love to hear how it's all going. And if you're happy to give some photos, and we can put it on our Facebook page and try and encourage others as well.
1: Oh, it, it sounds fantastic. And it's, the money's going to such an incredible cause. It sounds like an amazing piece of, of machinery that, that you're raising money for. Um, so when did you actually start this? And, and is there a deadline? <laughs>
2: Deadline line as such, I started it bang on when the school holidays kicked off because that was going to be my challenge um, and my children like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I kicked off around the 20th of July and I will hopefully finish um, around about the 5th of September. However, it doesn't have to be those dates. That's just what I chose. But we're calling it the summer challenge. So I guess um, probably
1: up until the end of September would be good. OK, nice. And if you're doing it in a team, do you do you split the miles or are you all doing 100 miles or? No,
2: I think you can split the miles. But again, whatever works for you. So if everyone wants to do 100 miles, brilliant. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and if you want to do more like a sort of relay idea where you do half, they do half or you do 10 and then you clock it up like that. That is absolutely brilliant as well.
1: It's just such an excellent idea because obviously so many people have been, you know, at home, indoors, not really exercising. And not only is it encouraging people to exercise, but it's raising money for such a fantastic thing. It just, it seems great. Um, I'm just admiring the fact that you're cycling 100 miles. That's absolutely incredible. Uh, How many, how many, so are you cycling every day? And how many miles are you doing each time you go for Um, a cycle?
2: I I am cycling every day when I can. So it, it does depend a little bit on weather. Um, and other commitments. But yeah, I'm trying to get out on my bike every evening. And what I'm really enjoying is I'm doing a lovely route round by where I live in northwest London. Um, and actually, it's incredibly relaxing. It is definitely taxing on my legs, but it is relaxing. So um, I, I've done between, you know, shortest route might be a couple of miles, longest is 11. Wow. <laughs> I might clock that up soon. Um, so it, it's really it is a genuine challenge um, and i want my sponsors to know that but at the same time it's it's tailored to me so um hopefully i can achieve it
1: oh i'm sh- i have no doubt that you're ch- you'll achieve it you're very much on track to achieve it uh, you you said you were <laughs> up to 41 did you say
2: 41 wow only less than half time to go it's so, amazing you- I do you need to get some big cycles in this weekend
1: oh hopefully the weather will be cooler and nicer and it will be relaxing we hope yeah Um, Yeah. when you when you go cycling is it you said you do a route do you like do your errands at all with your bike? Is this is no, this going to be? No, a...
2: I do a route, and I'm using an app which tracks the number of miles, so I know exactly how many miles I've done. Um, so it's just around the residential area, and it does have a few hills. But then I always know that there's a downhill section coming, as a kind of reward for getting up the hill in the
1: first. <laughs> Absolutely, do you know what we all we all hope for those downhills? Whether I'm walking, running, or cycling, I'm always waiting for the downhill. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, wow. It, 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 do you know what? It is really inspiring. I'm really, really inspired to do something. I don't think I'd be doing cycling. So you mentioned maybe running or walking. Is there any other things that you've heard people perhaps doing for yeah, this? Yeah, I've heard of skipping.
2: I suppose um, I, I think you could do swimming as well. So if you were able to work out how many miles you've swum, that would also work brilliantly. Um, but if people have got other ideas, just let us know.
1: Yeah, I think I think people could be really creative with this one, you know. Uh, which will be really amazing.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, um, So you said that you hadn't really cycled since you were... Did you say you were 14 since you last? Yes,
2: yes, exactly. I haven't cycled for 20, 30 years. um, But as you say, during lockdown, I just thought, gosh, I haven't really moved. (laughs) This is not good because I'm working from home. I'm not doing the school run or anything like that. Um, And apart from a daily walk, wasn't really doing a whole lot. So I think a lot of people have got into cycling over lockdown. So yeah. um, I managed to get hold of a second-hand bike, jumped on it, um, and found that I really
1: enjoyed the cycling. Oh, yeah, so, so it's nice. a newfound passion. And I guess you know you never learn, uh, you never forget how to learn to ride a bike. Is that the supposed exactly. saying? <laughs> Haven't fallen off yet. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> touch wood, I'm sure you won't. I'm sure you won't. You sound <laughs> with 41 miles under your belt. You sound like you're doing absolutely great. Um Thank you. just a question for you though who who started this initiative up because it's absolutely so lovely and it just encompasses so many different things and people can be creative and there's obviously this amazing thing that you're raising money for so Well I think I think during lockdown um the fundraising team certainly
2: thought it would be a great idea for people to um take part in events that they could do at home in their garden in their community so that was already going i then thought how about a hundred mile challenge because that sounds like a it's a nice round number it's definitely a challenge so it's definitely worthy of the sponsorship um and because i wanted to do the cycling i just thought i'm going to do this um and it's kind of taken off from there so um we've had other people interested in walking and running um, so I'm really hoping that uh, whoever's listening might be inspired
1: and think, "Oh, I'm going
2: to do this." <laughs> I... So do give us a buzz.
1: Oh, I'm I'm sure this is going to inspire lots of people, especially since you have been so honest and explained that you know you weren't cycling every day before this started, and now now look at you. So it is exactly. great. I have you know I'm I'm obviously here at the at the radio station at Radio Broccoli, so I feel this question had to be asked when yes. you're cycling. Do you listen to music? No. No, I don't.
2: No. I I mean, I don't know what the the kind of um, deal is with that. But certainly for me, because I'm relatively new, I feel better being able to hear traffic around me. And some of the roads around where I live are actually quite busy. So I feel like I need to have all my senses um, focused on keeping safe really Um, so certainly I think people often run don't they with music and walk but I think on a bike on the road I would be wary Um, and I'm even wearing a high vis jacket just because You need to be careful in London, I think, don't you,
1: cycling? Absolutely. Do you know what? No,
2: I I am listening to the traffic around me, basically.
1: Yeah, I I would not promote uh, listening to music, to be honest, when cycling. You're you're completely right. Um, My last question for you, Tamsin, before I say goodbye, is have your friends or family given any tips or words of encouragement for the ride?
2: Oh my goodness, it's been so overwhelming. This is the lovely thing about Just Giving is that people can write personal messages. So I've had so many lovely comments on there that have really spurred me on when I've been feeling tired. So not only incredible generosity from some of my friends and family, but just really lovely messages um, about the wonderful hospital that I work for, um, about how it's inspirational. um, Yeah, so... So, yeah, that has
1: really helped me be spurred on, I think, to just keep going. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. I'm. I, do you know what? I'm backing you and I'm rooting for you. It sounds absolutely amazing and you should be so proud because I think it's one thing when people raise money for something, you know, doing it in a way that they are used to doing, whether that be, I don't know. Yeah. But you, you, you said, like you said, you you were 14 when you last were riding a bike and it's just yeah, so inspiring. So I really wish you all the best of luck and I can't wait for you to hit 100 miles. Thank you. And thank you so much for joining us today and I hope all, all our listeners are going to think of some creative ways to raise some money for this and you know get take part in the 100 miles for the RNOH. So, okay, thanks
2: for inviting me. Oh,
1: thank you Tamsin. It's been really great getting to know you and speaking with you today. Mm-hmm.
0: hallie kearns with an acoustic version of her current single pick me up recorded at her nashville home as part of an exclusive interview for radio Broccoli's alpha sessions you can see the whole session on our youtube channel by searching alpha sessions you're listening to Broccoli news celebrating its 10th anniversary and this is the fourth of a special series listening back to highlights over those 10 years Next, we go back to 2012 to hear an extract from the annual Buttercup Walk, where all comers are invited to take part in a one-mile charity walk in aid of the RNOH charity, and each year features a number of ex and current patients wanting to give something back to the RNOH. So, reporting for Brockley News, Marge Walker, myself, and first, Alan Joyce.
4: We're now about 20 minutes away from the start of the walk, and I'm pleased to say the weather has held out and therefore the crowds have come in. Um, it's turned out into an absolutely lovely day. It's now out. exactly midday, which means the crowds have gathered at the starting line, and any moment now we'll have the start of the 2012 Buttercup walk.
5: Max from the voice is gonna set, set you on your way. Please make sure you come back to get your certificates um, and then enjoy the rest of the day. So I'm just gonna hand you over to Max. <laughs> Hello, uh, lovely, people, people. How are we? Yeah. This is obviously the buttercup walk,
4: and uh, three, two, one,
5: walk, yeah. And off they go. Thank you.
4: And you'll not believe it, but after a couple of hours of bright sunshine, at the second the klaxon sounds, it's actually started raining. So maybe they'll walk a bit quicker now. Well, the walk is well underway, and it's actually started pouring down with rain now which is unfortunate considering we were so lucky with the weather for the last couple of hours but hopefully this will just be a short shower and uh, it'll brighten up again very shortly
0: i've taken shelter under a tree but uh, there's a lady here sheltering with me what's your name
2: June Mayers
0: June, and uh, where do you come from? Hitchin and what's your uh, connection to the hospital and the Buttercup Walk?
2: Uh, my husband was in Stanmore eight years ago now Right. Um, he was in for six weeks with a spinal infection and the staff were absolutely marvellous
0: so is this your first buttercup walk?
2: It is, yes, because my husband's had knee replacement since then. Right. And uh, so he now felt he was able to do it.
0: So your husband's walking today as well? <laughs> he
2: is, yes. I've left him to get wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to catch up when it stops raining. Yes,
2: that's the idea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, I, I'd say enjoy the walk, but uh, we'll do our best, won't we?
2: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And let's hope they make lots and lots of money. That,
0: that's the purpose. It's certainly yes. a good crowd here today enjoying
4: themselves despite the weather that's
2: right singing in the rain
4: (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much thank you bye now well unfortunately this hasn't been a short shower at all um some 25 minutes on it's still raining heavily here and unfortunately that means that lots of the stalls have had to either pack up early or try and move inside which is a real shame considering we had such nice weather for a couple of hours but the walkers are coming back in fair numbers now they've uh, braved the weather conditions and done the entire walk anyway uh, we'll see if we can find a couple of them to speak to. You've just completed, or you're just about to, to complete, complete the walk. Yes. And
0: I, I see you're pushing a wheelchair here, and you've got a. Gen- you made the gentleman next to you walk.
6: No, not all the way. I wasn't oh, that cruel.
5: Oh, oh,
6: oh. I wasn't that cruel. <laughs> I didn't. But when we came to put, coming up the hill, I was unable to push him in the wheelchair, and he offered to walk that bit. That
0: was very he good. Wanted to walk this bit. What's your name, sir?
4: Bernard Sims.
0: But. I come from Luton. you come from Luton yeah. and is this your first time no, on fourth. the fourth time yeah. and uh, is this the most you've walked on it
4: yes <laughs> they make it longer every year that's right. <laughs> <laughs> why well, well, it used to be it used to be, uh, used to be one kilometre one kilometre and then, uh, all at once, he went up to a mile.
0: Yeah. There's quite a big difference between yeah. I the... thought they, we were supposed to go metric, weren't we? Not convert back to no, no, uh, like, imperial yeah. measures. No. Yeah, just to make you work work harder. And uh, you, you've obviously been a patient here before.
4: Yeah. Yeah, hip, hip, hip operation.
0: Well, congratulations on completing the walk. I hope
7: we've raised lots of money for the RNOH, because they do a fabulous job here. Now, I have just completed an amazing walk, with nina she's completed the walk after two hours i think we could say safely say it was a t- two hours now nina was just telling me that the doctor said she would never walk again but i have watched nina take every agonizing step from the start of the buttercup walk um, right at the beginning right uh, there. we've got to the halfway point um and Up until a week ago. A week ago, is it, Nina? Yeah, about a week ago. Nina has just taken her first steps. An absolutely tremendous effort. Tell us a bit about your story. Well, basically, I'm a spinal patient. I was injured in 2012.
6: And um, I was admitted to Stanmore in January 2013. I have broken my back. And I, I was admitted as a T12 to L1 complete injury. And um, after nine months of staying at Stanmore uh, as an inpatient, I I stayed for nine months because my situation was quite bad. I broke my leg as well as my back, so I've got a load of metal in my leg as well. And, um, yeah, after we said that... um, The consultant said that I'd never walk again. When I came to Stanmore, I had a 3% chance of ever walking again. And then I had... After nine months, I had a 20% chance of ever walking again. Um, But it was made clear to me that I'd never walk again.
7: But, you know, as I said, watching Nina take every agonising step, step—it's Nina's sheer determination to prove her medical team wrong uh, has got her to complete this walk today. Uh, And I I can't stress enough what a tremendous, tremendous effort it was. Now, Nina, that determination you showed, you did that for a reason. Tell us about the reason.
6: I did it for all of the people at the hospital that helped take care of me and all the new patients that need equipment as well. The hospital, to stay at the hospital, it's, it costs over £600 a night and I'd never be able to pay back the hospital for keeping me for nine months.
0: Fantastic effort there from Nina. So determined to complete that walk. And finally today, we finish with a piece from 2015 about the then RNOH charity poster girl, Caitlin Kidd. Here's Keith Reeve.
5: Well, I'm really pleased to uh, be joined by Caitlin Kidd who's one of the faces of the current RNOH Make It Happen campaign. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Can you tell us um, about some of your experiences here at the RNOH?
8: Well when I was seven I was diagnosed with um, bone cancer in my right leg which meant that uh, after having chemotherapy I would have to come here and Um, have my bone replaced with a titanium prosthesis but i couldn't have been at a better hospital because this is one by far the most incredible hospital i've ever been at and i've been at quite a few hospitals (laughs) but no it's absolutely amazing the work that they do here it's it's just incredible i mean they give people their lives back and Mm. and let them walk or write or whatever and it's absolutely amazing.
5: So, tell me a little bit more about your 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 replacement bone. Effectively, what, how does it work? <laughs>
8: um, well, it, uh, it's got a motor inside it, uh, which has a magnet in it. Which, when I put my leg into a sort of mini MRI machine. Um, uh, a magnet then turns the screw inside the motor, which then lengthens my leg and it 's right. non invasive and it 's absolutely amazing
5: fantastic because so it, me-
8: it means that I can get my my leg grown whenever I need it, which is great
5: so I understand that you hold an annual cake sale to raise funds for the r n o h charity
8: um yes, I do, but it 's not just a cake sale it 's also a um a non uniform day at my school um which I call Happy to be me day. Um, because I've gone through all this um, and I've learnt to live with who I am and be happy about myself so I I like to have a day when everyone can come in with their own clothes with their own personality and just be happy for who they are no matter if they've got glasses or freckles or anything Mm. because I've got two bits of metal on me but I, I love who I am and everyone else should too.
5: So which school's that then?
8: Uh, it's uh, the Folksam School for Girls down where I live in Folksam.
5: How much have you raised from these uh, these events over the last few years? Um,
8: it's been around about one thousand eight hundred pounds, which is absolutely amazing. And when we add up, I was like, I, I was I was shocked how much we'd actually raised because we've we've been doing it for five years now to celebrate my remission dates. And yeah, it, the the figure actually incredible. Mm. And I mean, if if you know, it's not just me fundraising, it's loads of, other, loads of other people out there, and if we all raise you know a hundred pounds, then mm-hmm. that's
5: every little help. When you were in the hospital recently, or you met the RNIH patron, uh, Princess Eugenie,
8: that was absolutely amazing to meet her. Mm. She, she's so nice and she's so genuine, and it was so special to be able to meet her. Uh, I mean, it's not every day when you meet royalty, is it? No, um, it was so surreal because she's just we're just talking normally and it's like this isn't how it goes i don't speak to you you don't speak to me kind of thing but no it was absolutely amazing
5: i believe you're here today because you're involved with something else with the rnoh charity can you tell us about that
8: uh yes yes the rnoh campaign make it possible i helped with uh by doing a, a photo shoot for them which was so much fun and i absolutely loved it and I I I just any way I can to help the hospital I I always like to do because I mean they've given me so much I mean they've they've allowed me to walk and get on with my life so I feel that if I can help them even though it's tiny compared to what they've given me then i like to give back what i can
5: so um what can i ask what this morning you gave um the charity some uh, some money i believe this morning was that another one of your school events
8: uh yes that was uh, my most recent um happy to be me day uh, y- yes um i think we raised just over 300 pounds which was absolutely amazing
5: wow now you mentioned just now you're on this poster campaign i've seen your posters around the hospital <laughs> I understand, though you're actually going London-wide very shortly.
8: Yes, apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, apparently um, I'm going to be on buses. <laughs> Brilliant. London buses, which I I still can't believe. It's, it's it would just be really weird to just see myself full of buses. It's like, uh, okay.
5: <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much, Caitlin. Please, you know, keep up the good work for the RNOH and Thank everything you. that you and your family and your friends and and uh, folks are doing.
0: Don't forget, Broccoli News can be heard on Radio Broccoli Monday to Friday at 6pm and every Sunday at 7pm. New editions of the programme are available every Friday at 6 on our podcast channel. Just search for Radio Broccoli on your usual podcast sites, where you'll find recent editions of Broccoli News, plus programmes on mental health, as well as podcasts recorded by two other charities based here in the RNOH the Disability Foundation and the Skeletal Cancer Trust but from me, Ron Laver it's goodbye for now